0: Hey there, folks. Thanks to the Black Pants Legion. Just as a preamble, uh, I'm sitting here with some very special guests. We have a plus one this week. On my right is the real life Rod Rockabilly from Appalachia. Say hi, Mr. Nick.
1: Here I am with my (laughs) bourbonade. He did make a bourbonade. I made a bourbonade strong it's terrible
0: it, 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 Meme sent us two giant lemons each the size of a toddler's head thank you Meme and for your mutant um, lemons we, they were we, so big and so we juiced them and made a lemonade that is so fucking tart it hurts to smell and uh, so Nick decided it, to cut it With bourbon. Yes. I'm trying to drink
2: water to dilute it. Now my stomach hurts and I'm
1: getting drunk.
0: Excellent. Across from me is the only DM I know who has weaponized McDonald's and Minions,
3: (laughs) Mr. Goat. To be fair, the ones who weaponized those all along were you sometimes his friends make along the way also what are you talking about weaponized you mean when you put out that forest fire and you Mm -hmm. fed that starving uh Colombian uh refugee
0: yeah I put out the forest fire with a
3: flamethrower
0: yeah by the way, if you guys want to see that, that is... It's a, uh, it's a Pepsi That's It's on the Courtesy
3: Flush. No, McDonald's sells Coke products. Oh, fuck <laughs> What do you think this is, Burger King? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We had the merge in that timeline. Okay, never mind.
0: Yeah. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, mm. there is only Taco Bell. So, uh, on my left is the host of the Courtesy Flush, where you can find that story and many others located on the various playlist page, Mr. Mike of the Courtesy Flush himself hi hello and now that we've got that done so uh mike and i were up late at night with a touch <laughs> of the insomnia it's we were more... we were we were really with a touch of the insomnia
1: touch of the crazy <laughs> correct i'm laying in trying bed to... trying to sleep and all i hear is just muffled giggling from the fucking living <laughs> room it Whoa, was like so
2: I... bad it, text was 2 like 30 oh in God. the
1: morning i'm like what the fuck is going on outside <laughs> so just... mike mike and
0: i came up with a bunch of really bad ideas, and now we have to live with them.
3: So you did it on the 4th of July? Pretty much. Mm, yes. Kind of. So God bless America, America. Here's
0: here's the one-if scenario Mike and I came up with. Let's say that a mysterious, rich, wealthy benefactor comes up to the BPL, and he tasks us with making a movie. And he gives us, say, $10 million, but there's a catch. We must make a bad-slash-good movie, or a good-slash-bad movie, within the whole budget. There can be nothing we do not spend. And the catch of that is we get to keep the profit what profit there is. (laughs) However, the other catch is, we have to live with what we've done. I don't think
1: that's going to be a challenge, because we <laughs> yeah. essentially have no sense of shame at this well, point. So, I, might- ca- I just want to point out that as Rod Rock ability, I cast Orgasm, which is a spell in Shadowrun that I have shamelessly chosen, and I cast it on a guy in a latex bodysuit. Correction, um, and a, you're a, telling- an eight-foot-tall, muscled-up
3: dude with uh, who had all his skin covered in a fine sheen of oil.
1: Yeah, whatever. In an arm latex bodysuit that was bioreactive yeah same thing anyways so yeah i, I think the shame element is okay. no longer well there.
0: we'll test that so mike mike and i
1: <laughs> came up
0: with a list of movie titles that fit this criteria and we're going to try to make movies out of these ideas and see what happens
2: they're the greatest movie titles i mean if you, okay the premise is that if you go to a mom and pop video store Right, right, and, right, and, right. And I know a lot, there are a couple people probably have never seen one before, but they're out there. You'll notice tapes that are of the popular movies like, you know, Indiana Jones and Star Wars and all the right. the bigger movies. Then you go to the section where it's just indie releases from like the 80s and 90s where you're kind of like, what the fuck? And it'll be like a guy with a machine gun or some lady who's like, you know, got a knife next to her face because it's like a slash. It's all weird Movies that when you put them in, you kind of go, "Who fucking made this?" Usually, it's a Dino De
0: Laurentiis production or a canon Film. <laughs> yeah, production. the one
1: that really like stands out to me is like prototypical of what you're talking about is the. Uh, do you guys remember that like Quentin Tarantino grindhouse? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. double feature it, yeah. thing that he did, and it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the stripper with the M16 peg leg. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I Planet think Carita. of when I thought of like absolutely terrible schlocky. Be like when you guys pitch this idea that's what popped into my head
0: well yeah. that's the idea yep. we're gonna make our own movies so the first up is a title that i wrote down in my lack of sleep and i wrote the zeppelin
2: heist <laughs> and that's the title of the movie this summer the zeppelin heist in a world with zeppelins well here's the thing the zeppelin
0: heist after that mike said when the anger sand came <laughs>
2: on the ah, surface of the planet yes. a sand wall came over the earth called the anger sand those who breathed it in became angry and violent you they fought each other you got to hit it with a, that
1: like shitty music or uh, the oh, shitty movie promoter voice yeah you know like the in the world, twenty-one hundred. In a world covered by anger sand. Let's good, Vince, on this. We're all your friends.
2: So everyone lives in zeppelins yeah. in the sky, and okay. anybody who so, lands. So, so
3: nobody's get... trying to get in on get in and have their own zeppelin. They're already on their own, and they're trying to hijack another one. Yeah. Or conduct a heist
2: on another one because they have the cure yes. for the anger sand.
3: You can't read my expression. <laughs> Because this is an audio recording, it's between disappointment and amusement.
0: <laughs> so basically, yeah, what there you was a viewer take or listener
1: tail. experiencing right now is you know that's basically what
2: yeah it is. they have so they have Zeppelins. Everyone's got Zeppelins except for the people on Earth who are all roaming the wastes like constantly half naked, mad,
1: just constantly
2: mohawks angry. and like you know hippie looking. Well, hang on, hang on, are we
1: talking mad as in like insane mad? Insane. Because I think that if this is a shitty so op- B movie horror you land the zeppelin and they're not mad insane they're just angry yeah like, yeah hey hey you can't fucking park there asshole. hey i'm to you so they're just like that guy
0: you see on youtube that has a really negative reaction at a restaurant because they didn't bring him a yeah. side corn
3: <laughs> Yeah, I, they're all Karens. I I was yeah. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> Planet Planet Karen. Ooh. Oh dude. no no, no.
2: Uh, I was thinking like they land like someone lands a zeppelin. Everyone's freaking out on the zeppelin. Oh god, we're landing into the anger sand, and then these people come out of the dust of the waste, and they like grab each, the the people on the inside and like rip them in half. That's also
1: pretty good, like schlocky yeah. Movie, yeah. movie shit. Yeah. They're
2: like digging into their chest, pulling out like you know fucking guts, fucking and hot they're like dogs. Sh- hot dogs. yeah showing it to the Oh, this is so terrible <laughs> That's the idea We have to get the cure for the anger sand.
0: Well we said the sequel could be in space
2: Yes. Yeah. Space
0: zeppelins. Space zeppelins.
2: Yeah, they have to restart the sun. The sun is powered <coughs> by a very powerful light bulb that has to be changed out every 1000 years. There's but a catwalk. you got you got
1: to be really quick cuz if you take the light bulb out, the fusion doesn't have anywhere to go or what? and 10 it'll blow the in sun up. And out. I'm already
2: face palming. There's <laughs> Yeah. You have to pass yeah. 3 ty- trials of combat in order to enter the sun. <laughs> enter the sun Jim. You have to. You yes, have to. now you're on board. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. The now sun is like sun man. I the I sun has it. gone out. You must land on its cold surface and descend <laughs> so, into increasingly hot levels. <laughs> so so and
1: enter the ap- sunjin.
0: Ap- movie one is the zeppelin heist, and they okay. find the secret, the cure for the angry sand. But they realize that's just one part. The sun's going out. So then they have to go up there. Zeppelin Heist 2, enter the Sungeon? Ooh, yes. <laughs> so they're like, We have to dock with the sun, but we have to wait till night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we got an eight minute window. Oh, we can't God. approach like, during the day. It's, it's like too that, hot. It's like that classic <laughs> scream grab. Who would win? Ten thousand US Marines or the sun? The sort of Yeah, just go in at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jarhead. Yeah. All right, second <laughs> this is the second movie. Mike, this is one of yours. Oh, no. What did I say? Knife fight city.
2: <laughs> just just go to fucking Ciudad Juarez. Yeah, you know, <laughs> knife or fight, fight city go to <laughs> in the future where guns are illegal forever. People Good. fight on the streets. Yeah, that's, that stops people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With knives.
0: You see some old lady and she's like,
2: oh, you wouldn't hurt a old
0: woman, would you? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and she she pulls slice out a, and sl- dice, you little bitch. She pulls out a oh storm cane. <laughs> I'll run you through. And then she starts. No, oh she no, starts no. Fighting I'm sorry, like- guys,
3: but this movie's already been made. It's yeah. that uh, that Highlander movie where it's set in like this really where, where like the skies closed because of ozone. Oh, they closed what? the sky. Yeah, Highlander well, you know, that's too. As yeah. one
1: does. The
0: one they say didn't they, doesn't exist. Yes, the yeah. one
3: where like I watched that with staggering. At one point, like oh, Sean Connery just walking down the street in like 17th century gear, and there's why is there bagpipe music playing? And he's like, Yeah, that's just what plays in Sean Connery's head as, all the time. As one does.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So so knife fight city just just kind of like a 1980s city of the
3: future
2: yes.
0: where people all fight each other compulsively. Neo-Tokyo. Where
2: right. Everyone fights in the streets no, with no,
3: knives. No, no. no we're going to set this in America and it's going to be Neo-New York.
0: New yes. Neo-New York. Neo New York. Ooh, in the future, yes. the gun laws changed and it shows like
3: <laughs> and no, and no it says it's, it's that, uh it's uh brady and uh fuck what's her name uh feinstein except they're like the futurama heads in the jars
0: no oh okay shows the the title screen and it's like uh the, i love the 80s title screens where it's all printed out and so i, I call it tom clancy text Yeah, it's, like, it's
4: like oh yeah in 2008
0: the world changed forever, and it shows the UN like UN banned guns. Yeah, and it, it's always the UN does it, you know. So the UN banned guns, and then it shows like people with shopping carts full of guns just waiting in line to throw them away, and they get like bread.
3: Let me only put my shape my JC Denton shades on. What a shame.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. But no, that's what I'm saying is like, so it's like, overnight, America turned to a new frontier. And it shows like, black market blacksmiths working like, and it's like, you know, guys all tatted out and stuff. And he's like- In an alleyway
1: with graffiti. Yeah, turning out swords. The the H and K Blade Foundry, yeah, for <laughs> no. licensed blade carrying. No, in
0: in the main character living in this world, he dreams to be the best swordsman in the world. So he uh, he enters this sword fighting competition. And everyone has like backers, so there's like the American Sword Co. And, 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 <laughs> oh oh and yeah, yeah, like Walmart. Walmart's one of the companies, oh, no. so they have like Wall dude, Sword. A fucking <laughs> a fucking
1: German guy for HK, like a yeah. German, like a Prussian fencer. See, this could be a bad good movie. Walmart's yeah. guy would just be like this huge fucking like he's
3: just huge got like morbidly a morbidly obese dude where it's like they try to stab him and it just like you just hear like a. Pfft. Like, it's just going through the subcutaneous fat and oh. he's like ha, ha, ha. Oh, no guitar, no chamba, no solo oh, <laughs> and chops the guy's head even off even better
0: even better there's the Swiss guy and he has a Swiss army knife but oh, it's the, but no but it's the size of a backpack <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so no, it's it's like thin like a sword blade but yeah. it's half the length of a sword blade <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's like a three foot long Swiss army knife and he like grabs it and he opens it up and he's like Swedish chef noises or no the, the
0: guy the guy attacks him and he pulls out the sword breaker on it at the last minute and breaks it <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, these fists always come prepared. <laughs> that would be hilarious, dude. This is this is what it's about. The next one up is also a Mike one. Sniper season. This
2: Describe- <laughs> So are we are we hunting snipers? Like yeah, like what's what? Sniper season. Okay. Is uh about these people living in the mountains who okay. are all ex military snipers, and they send okay. in one guy. One guy to stop them forever because nobody can get near them. They they shoot like coffee cups out of people's hands.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so okay. I, no, no, no. I, I get it. I it's, it's entered in my head. Okay. Yeah. Intro scene. It'll show some guy just fishing with his son or whatever. And then, like, a rifle goes off, and you see, like, the sun fall over, and he's like, Billy, no. And then he gets shot, and then it shows the cops, and they're like, We don't go in there. That's Sniper Valley. I
3: thought it was going to be something where, like, look, Billy, you reeled in a really big one. And then he reels in the bass, and it just, a like, bullet goes straight through the I bass, was, and I, then it's um, Billy.
1: Well, I was going to be somewhat less dark and less child murdery, and, and just have <laughs> casual. Just have, like, yeah, evidently, um, the uh, fucking Care Bear. Um, have a guy, like, he's fly fishing and like, he whips the uh, the trout out of the water and it, they shoot the trout off the line and he's like, oh, that's fucking weird. And he throws the line again and they shoot the fly off the hook. Oh, <laughs> and, and oh, and he goes and then they shoot segments of the rod off, but it's like just way too fucking quick. It's like, bing, 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 And he's like, oh no! And then he runs away and they like shoot his boots off as he's running. Just uh, like, okay, does it doesn't make turk. any fucking sense at no, all?
0: No, no. But this is eighties movie stuff. Yeah. So, so then the next scene. Is this guy wearing, you know, the two cool, like, square sunglasses? And he's got his sweatpants on, and he's jogging down the street, and he's being tailed by a black government car. And the guy's like, Colonel, we need you. I already and told like, you, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I told you I'm out.
2: And they're like, <laughs> yeah. remember
0: the hundred snipers that were in the last war uh, in the place where we did the in military the Great stuff?
2: Australian War. You it
1: must is. have forgotten about that mission I did in the Hague. I don't play this game anymore. Like, <laughs> just obscure references to things that you're never going to get backstory sm- to. Smack Ops nonsense. Yeah, and, yeah. and so
0: they're like, yeah, we brought those hundred men back, but their minds are broken. we put them in
1: one small town in the midwest. <laughs> we set up a camp to try and re-educate them. They turned turns it out they weren't interested in school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he goes, he goes, "Colonel, do the job and welcome to sniper season." And, he's, and so he walks into the local hardware store. He's like, "Need a rifle with a scope." And everyone slowly turns around. Yeah. And it starts a gunfight. And-
1: <laughs> or alternatively for no reason all the other customers leave and the guy's like come into the back and he goes into the back of the hardware store and it's like a black market gun shop for no reason. It also sells nightcrawlers. He just, he just opens. Yeah. He opens the door. He's like, gonna do any fishing while you're there and he like he presses a button and like the gun cabinet flips around and it's a bunch of like really nice fly fishing rods and he's like not this time (laughs) (laughs) the fly fishing rods are the the real contraband yeah or it's it's really nice hunting rifles and like the reflective vests and that's where you get your uh that's where you get your uh your fucking intro your title card he's like I hear there's a lot of good deer out there and he's like I'm afraid it's sniper season yes (laughs) (laughs) coming
0: this summer. Oh, oh. Sniper season. And there needs to be a hundred different takes of one of two things happening when he kills these other snipers. One is... The best sci-fi or any effect in any movie. You see it more in sci-fi movies where their heads explode. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, it's like yes. a shot of their body, and then there's a frame cut, mm-hmm. and then you see a mannequin, and its head goes off like dynamite. Yes. yes. When the tiniest mm-hmm. thing hits it. Yep. The, like the Tannerite skull effect. Yeah. That is what i want to see and the other one is where you shoot somebody and they fall and i love the blue screen takeaway for that where the guy lays on his back and does the dying cockroach motion <laughs> yep.
1: as the editor just makes him go really small i was, so I, was I was gonna the say appears. the um the classic uh shoot a guy like the dude is like the bad guy snipers on the other side of a window but he shoots him and he flies through like the opposite three walls of the house yes Sniper's season. Sniper yeah. season. Okay, uh,
0: next one. I don't eat my... You're going to have to explain this one. Magnum Buster 2, A Cold Night in Dallas.
2: <laughs> Magnum Buster is a cop... Okay. Uh, ...who was fired from the force, but was hired on by a secret organization only known as the Magnum Busters. They oh. all carry uh, 44 Magnums, the most powerful guns in the world, with eight-inch barrels. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: so he's
3: just walking around, and there's this huge fucking honking barrel sticking out of his thigh, he, pretty much. But he's,
2: he never
1: reloads. Of no, course not. No,
2: no, no. And and in Magnum Busters 2 A Cold Night in Dallas, the streets of Dallas has become like New York City, unruly and filled with scumbags, and it's guys with like big yeah, mohawks. And yeah, like, oh, well, that was yeah. the thing:
0: is all the 1980s action movies were in like um, Escape from New York, stuff like that. Mm. They were like. The gangs of New York, and they're all like Mohawk, jean vest guys yeah. playing oh, punk Yeah, oh, Yeah, no, that, that was that was the theme in movies in the eighties was New York eighties, crazy, lawless sort
2: of thing. It's it's basically uh, that movie Death Wish, but made with by somebody who really liked Death Wish, but wanted to make their own thing. So Magnum Busters Two, A Cold Night in Dallas. Okay,
0: now. The next one you wrote, you had me write down, Mike, is is Midnight Agent Attack of the Dragon. <laughs> what?
3: That just Midnight, sounds like a typical Shadowrun game. Midnight
0: Agent. Yeah. It does, but it also sounds like a
3: Kojima thing.
2: Is you, <laughs> no oh, God. Well, I mean, he always wanted to make movies. <laughs> Midnight so. Agent yeah. is... he did. It's a story about a guy who gets a mysterious pager that only goes off at a certain time at night. Midnight. When he calls the phone number, he finds out So that the... he's an agent but only at midnight.
0: Yes. So so it shows like the the stairwell escape and he's like out on the stair uh, yes. on the fire escape like smoking a cigarette and he's he's like, you know, the standard tough guy 80s things where he's got like a little goldfish or a turtle in a terrarium. Yeah. And he's sitting there smoking a cigarette and he's like, I wish I mattered in this world. And he's like, What's his pager? And it's like beep beep, forth in vine. Yeah. And it goes there and it's like he gets
1: to be a hero. He
2: finds out that the triads are slowly moving in on uh Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now are we are we going to do full Kojima where like everybody has really weird like nonsensical names so like the character who plays the midnight agent is his name is Midnight Agent. Uh, oh. <laughs> and then he's got like he's got a sidekick who's like inkwell jackknife or something like that <laughs> it's, it's like what, what? jack wagon jones
0: as guy who wine. makes eggs what see kojima was that guy that wanted to be a director they said no so he's like what if i just force you to watch 12 hours of movies anyways yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Here's much. my main character. His name is Solid Snake. Okay,
3: by his <laughs> rival, but Liquid Snake. Oh, so this,
2: is, this one that you made.
0: But why though? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the next one I came up with was I was trying to do a 1980s one. Uh, Domino Sloane. Ooh. The Iron Harricade.
2: Ooh. That's a go, kung fu I movie. I see you wincing. No, do that's you know a kung what, fu movie. Do all you know the what way. he's referencing? The no. Maltese Falcon. The Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I,
0: I would do a I would do a neo noir. No, yeah. No, Every, I, I would I would do. Every screen for no reason is backlit with blinds and sun coming through the blinds. Yes,
3: Even when they're on the street. Yes. <laughs> I, everything. Especially when they're on the is street. As so
0: much neon as possible. Yes. Like to the point where it, you, the sound has to be redubbed because it's just... <laughs> 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 and everyone has a trench coat. It's always raining. And for no reason,
1: for no reason at all, there's just a pall of smoke in every scene. Of course. <laughs> I really think you've, you've missed a golden opportunity for a completely ridiculous kung fu movie. Oh, okay. It can still be a kung fu movie. Because I... Oh. I've added the elements. Kung yeah. fu film noir. Yes. Yes. Instead of gunfights, yes. it's kung fu fights. Karate chops. So, oh, 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 man. Oh, man. That could work. Ooh, kung fu so film like noir. So, like, the guy comes in and he's like... You
3: can't, you're, you're, uh, what is it? Your are Dragon can't beat my iron parakeet style.
0: Yeah, and if you think that's retarded, the people out there who are like, that's stupid. If you think that's dumb, go watch any of the kung fu movies to come out of Hong Kong made with zero dollars. Yeah. And you will see some of the craziest, most inventive, but dumbest shit in the world. Oh, and yeah. It's, and it's a combination of stupid and great. And it's fun.
1: Like, it's, I mean. It's fantastic. L- let's talk briefly about the Ip Man series. Which oh, is which is awesome as a kung yeah. fu movie, but in I believe it's Itman Man three, no two, It Man two. He fights Mike Tyson.
2: Uh, I think that's I think that's
1: <laughs> not, three. I mean not not like a not like a guy who portrays Mike Tyson. No,
3: like actual
1: actual I, Mike Tyson.
2: That's three, and that's, two is it, the one three? where yeah, two is the one where he fights that really loud English guy in the in the ring. Oh yeah, the yes. boxer.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, then um, three
2: fights Mike Tyson, and yes. then four, which. Also, oh, I haven't
1: seen four yet. I want to. I want to. Bruce I love Lee these is movies, in it, by the way. Oh, fucking the guy plays. Yeah, the guy plays. That yeah, plays, the guy he, plays does he does a really the, good job. They
2: dug him up for this one last role. Oh oh, man. Ouch! I watched like um, the first
3: thirty minutes of the first one and. The uh, first one takes a little getting into. The
2: first one feels like fucking, a biopic. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. like,
1: oh, they're they're touching upon like the Cultural Revolution and shit. I don't think yeah. they um I don't think they expected it to be as successful as it was. But they, anyway, they so, threw the
2: biopic shit out the window for two, yo, three, oh, and four. You're
1: damn right they did. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean,
2: stupid kung
0: fu can make anything great.
1: Yes, so, and especially I like the idea of like th- like the two like the two detectives meet and he's like they're like rivals and he's like, oh, John. I didn't know you were working this case. And he's like, that figures you don't know anything. And they just take their <laughs> trench coats off, and he's like, shall we? And then it's just gratuitous 14 They're on wires, fight.
2: but like <laughs> They digitally edited out the wires, Yeah, no, you don't no, see no. their coats still yeah, yeah. being... Yeah,
0: I was saying, we have $10 million. So you, you have to understand, the, when it the, comes down to special effects, it's going to be like two guys laying on their side on a blue screen. And we slowly move them toward each other <laughs> okay.
1: to do the matrix shit. Just even so, better, even better. Yeah. The guy pulls out a 44 Magnum, but it's not to shoot the other guy. He like points it behind him and shoots it to propel him like a bullet at the other guy so that he can punch him. Oh crazy.
2: No, I have I have an idea. At some point he just goes <laughs> He just goes, this. he's like this He's like, awesome. Do you have anything to say, Sloan? He's like, yeah. Taco Tuesday and he hits like a Burrito truck's tray a burrito Flies up he jumps up in the air hops Off the burrito kicks it into the bad guy's Face and his head oh, explodes Yeah
1: he does like a he like <laughs> taps his Foot off of it and does like a spinning like A bicycle kick yes. and like punts it Into the guy's mouth well and I sure next, Run his
0: taco bell the, ne-
1: <laughs> <laughs> the next scene Is the guy with his eyes huge and it's like The like he's he chokes To death on yeah. the burrito don't help him. He's had a mouthful. <laughs> That's what I call double stuffed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're not beating that one. Let's go to the next one. Okay. The next one I can explain. Okay. Um, go for the, it. I don't. Can you? Uh, uh, no. Uh... <laughs>
0: The next one is the Woodpecker Paradox.
1: Oh, what the fuck?
0: No, and the reason is is the, the station, UVB 76, the Russian early warning station, is called the Woodpecker. Mm-hmm. The one that's it's supposed, fucking creepy to listen yeah, the to. The one that's they've called the number station. They've also said it's part of the early warning or dead hand system for Russian guaranteed uh, mutually assured destruction. But what if I, I, I would do it about that station? About some like super spy and I would do it really bad where it shows all of the cameras and computers and everything in his, you know, listening station. He's watching all of it and there's the reel to reels clicking back and forth. And he's like, there's a message in it this time. And he has to go across really cheaply rendered Russia (laughs) to go find out what the secret message is.
1: I have an unrelated question. Yeah. Um, What is the proof of that bourbon? Because I'm fucking drunk right now. <laughs> uh,
0: well, the answer is high.
1: Well, that, that explains it.
0: yeah <laughs> anyways,
1: <laughs> as we were.
0: Yeah, 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 but I, I'm just saying like you, you, you do a spy spy but also or a spy movie, but also a train movie. Mm. you know, in the older Bond movies, he'd be like, oh, we gotta cross the cross this continent on the train and the spies try
1: to kill him on the train and stuff. but so here's the problem I have. You've described an interesting premise that yeah. could make a good movie. How do we fuck it up? Okay, <laughs> good, good call. Because we can't make a good good movie. We have to make a bad good movie or a good bad movie.
0: Excellent, excellent. So here's what we're gonna do. One, we we don't have the money to actually film on a train.
1: Okay, or at so least the gonna, one that works. <laughs> it's gonna be two sets.
2: We go to a one train is a passenger
1: Car. The other is a dining car. This right. sounds like a sitcom. No. I like the train museum though, because you can like we can leave some shots like necessarily probably. Edited poorly to where you see like people walking around (laughs) outside. Or their shadow.
0: Yes. And it's the
1: same like 20 second clip of like train noise. Yeah, on loop. Oh, it, it's it's oh, going to be a lot of stock terrible. footage. Oh yeah. Not only that, but um, you see the the
0: background, you know, yeah. the pr- the uh-huh, projection uh-huh. background. It would be the same ten seconds. So you like see the Hanna, same crossing, like a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Oh and, yeah. And every time he kills somebody, he just throws them off the train. Yes. <laughs> I hate this.
2: Okay. No ticket. <laughs> <It's great. laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one I realize is when I started getting really tired. Uh, Mega
3: Alamo. <laughs> So
1: what? So it has to be set in space in my mind. Like it has to. No. Uh, no, I was gonna say
3: no, the Mexicans come back for round two. Oh and they they and they manage to raise where's the what city's the Alamo based out of Austin? San Antonio. San Antonio. Antonio. They raise San Antonio to the No, they make Fortress San Antonio. Fortress San Antonio. Fortress San
1: Antonio to hold back. Oh no. Even even better.
0: Fortress San Antonio. Has to hold out against the aliens who are invading I'm from getting,
1: Mexico. All right, I'm getting. I'm from getting a somewhere. brainwave. <laughs> I'm getting a brainwave here. Okay. So, Lackland Air Force Base is the training center for the Air Force. Yeah. So you have all the other like army forts and, and bases and things all retreat into Fortress In San, the, San Antonio, the Mega Alamo, the Mega. That's
2: what they call it, the Mega and it's, Alamo, and
1: it's the story of one recruit. Will cut their teeth in the crucible of flame.
2: We spend most of the movie's budget on the one CG Alamo. scene where yeah. the Alamo transforms into the Mega Alamo. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And at the bottom, there's just a thing that says nine million dollars.
4: <laughs> it just shows up and it's, every
0: second. Yes, God, it we, just follows their it's just fight like an odometer of
3: money yeah. going, going up.
1: <laughs> but it's like it's like a bunch of schlocky fucking action movie shit where it's just a bunch of dudes like spraying like cheap m60s from the hip full of blanks yeah ilm never returned we call do
3: the odom the, like the budget odometer for all of the movies oh that would be good it, oh, some would be a be, really slow burn yeah yeah some of well, and yeah. that'd be funny because at some points it'll be like a really slow burn where it's just like dialogue with like yeah yeah, yeah. Abs, just and t- then, then like, yeah and then t- 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 yeah. gunfight yes.
0: Blanks are expensive. Um, <gasps> Mega Alamo. I'd like the idea of one in space, where mm-hmm. it's it's like the Space Marines of Space Texas, hold out against oh, the aliens, yes. and they're like, oh yeah, we defend our ancient settlement, the Alamo, and they have like a robot named like Stephen F. Austin that leads them, and a robot named William Travis.
2: <laughs> so it's like they shot it at the actual Alamo, right? And but but, but they take the blue sky. And they just blue screen it out and then put space. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and they're all wearing spacesuits and shooting ray guns. Um, the uh, the the uh, the Texas space or the Texas moon colonists have to fight against uh, Moon Mexico. Yeah, Moon Sico.
0: Well, that's the thing.
1: Wow. <laughs> Goat is like, I will fucking fight you right now. (laughs) Okay, next up. Take Moonsuko back.
0: (laughs) Moonsuko's not real. Moonsuko can't hurt you.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, please love me.
0: Okay, next up, Mike, what is Turbo Sword? Oh, a Turbo ooh. Sword? Uh, yeah. That,
3: that sounds like a sword. I didn't
2: write that one. That was you. Oh, <laughs> <That's>, that sounds, <laughs> that <was you. laughs>
3: that sounds like a sword. That sounds like a sword.
2: Were you asking me to describe Turbo Sword for you? Because I can. Uh, let's, let's hear what Goat has to it say. It sounds like a
3: sword yeah. with a massive engine strapped to it. Oh, what if that's the follow up to Knife Fight City? Yes. Turbo like, Sword. Knife yes. Fight City takes to the
1: skies. <gasps> Hang oh on, guys. We're on. making sequels. Turbo Sword, yeah. V twelve. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it did. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. Or Turbo Sword. Big block hammy. Ooh. I oh, yeah.
2: I think it would be funny to have like a Sword in the Stone reference okay where it's like turbo sword the the it's like inside of an engine block oh <laughs> you have to yeah. pull it out of the engine block to become king of space <laughs> become king of mega alamo <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yes all right the next one i wrote is uh, I, I am skipping ahead yeah please do so many, yeah we
2: have we have five pages
0: yeah so so next one I wrote <laughs> is. we were really tired yeah. so um next one is space castle
2: space castle okay
3: well, it's the gritty reboot to space alamo All that's right, right. where they where you're re where you're recycling a bunch of the green screen footage from space alamo except you're adding a bunch of cheap like fmv tier effects so that it looks like a medieval castle i
0: i understand that i mean that yeah i could see that especially with like really cheaply rented nightly effects with mm. like chain meal that's made out of wool <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's true. Um, the next one I wrote is uh, Spider Rain. Spider Ooh. Ring. Rain. rain. Rain, like from the sky. Oh, that's right. We talked about this one. Yeah. That sounds
3: well, like Nick's worst nightmare. Well, yeah, it sounds
0: fucking terrible. You also said... Um, you also said spider rain, like rain, like rain's rule of spider. That, that was the I, question that was I, asked. I was like,
2: so is it like rain? But it's like, no, it's actually about a guy called the Spider King and he's raining. But the title in the cover is raining actual spiders because the guy in the art department got the wrong message about what the movie's about. So he's like, like oh, fuck it. I'm and, just going to make some raining spiders.
1: And nobody bothered to follow up. No. Okay. No.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. Okay he's like i am the spider king i I am the spider king and it's it's like five it's like a a, like a 15 minute like whole shot in just one room static camera while a guy goes through like a whole monologue what it's like to be a king sounds like a really bad movie
3: yes okay so we're doing this thing where like the box art has a disconnect of what's actually there. sort of like how the soviets had to make box art for all the big western movies without being able to watch them yeah can we do this for all our movies yes Cool. That, that, that's part of this thing. So,
0: Spider Rain is about like, a, as, as Mike suggested, some sort of Macbeth of yes. spiders. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the, who know man to have such
2: blood in him? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's got, he's got like fake really shitty mandibles like on his face. No,
0: he raises his arms and he's got the other arms like hanging from those arms on wires, you know, (laughs) so he's like, I am the, Stagger plays him. (laughs) Stagger, here's
2: your script. I'm not reading that shit. (laughs) Good. Hit record. Are we recording? Go. I'm Listen, so fucker, I'm a spider king No, he, uh, he'd do it all in his fucking <laughs> I am spider king Oh, <laughs> no You must give oh. me your blood Do we make chicken nuggets here in my kingdom? The, we I, should That's stupid if we don't
1: <laughs> so, hey, Have I ever told you Have I ever told you fucking plebeians about back apple? <laughs> oh <laughs> Stagger no, no.
0: Okay, uh, next next one's one of Mike's favorites Space stab <laughs> What <laughs>
3: what space stab? The spinoff series to to jets to Turbo Sword. No. So so we're taking Turbo Knife Fight City to Turbo
0: Sword to Space Stab. Yes.
2: Space Stab is a bad movie where it's like at the cover where it's got like an Apollo spacesuit space yeah. suit. with mm-hmm. the ref, with the reflected whatever and there's just a kitchen knife in someone's hands and a stabbing motion. Oh yeah, but with no suit on the hands, so it's just like a raw hand. <laughs> okay a raw hand it's space an uncooked hand ladies and gentlemen
3: the (laughs) protagonist has to be catch
2: yeah (laughs) space dad oh boy oh no no,
1: we have another one it's a
2: horror movie set in
1: space set on well I won't spoil it but we have one that we've already cast catch in yeah We'll figure it out when we get to it. Yeah, no. I, I hope I name up. it because we're going through these. Um, Wait, are we going through every single one line item? No, by no, line? no, no. Oh, no, okay, no. okay. We don't have time. We don't have time. Man. No, we don't. So, Neon Japan. It's ne- just Japan. Yeah. It's
3: just Vince just walking through Japan doing Vince things.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah,
2: that sounds about
3: right. It's like Vince I'd starts. i still watch it yeah no he's he's a gorgeous motherfucker yeah Vince, yeah, and, Vince starts a sex cult amongst geishas and uh schoolgirls <laughs> that are all 18 we guarantee it oh dear and, uh, and you know ladies. you know he this listens to these turn. yes
0: <laughs> Vince wherever you are you beautiful bastard keep being you Vince and his
1: quest to populate all the underwear vending machines with panties of girls that he's had sex with yeah
0: <laughs> he's he's a great man
1: I'm gonna regret he's saying that he's a man on later. the sea Ulu. so
0: um let's see next up grenade chief
1: Grenade, grenade
0: chief. chief. Mike oh, has opened a relieved. bag of very very loud candy from England.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: very loud. Loud so, candy. Yeah, that gren-
3: could be. What the fuck are these, Mike? I didn't they're get them. They're out. from England. It was sent by a fan. Tastes like sadness and chalk. <laughs> <laughs> so does England.
0: <laughs> you, I you've
3: been to England. <laughs> have you seen
0: the white cliffs no. of Dover? Yeah, Grenade <laughs> Grenade chief. It's it's Grenade chief, the chief of grenades.
2: Yeah, grenade chief. He, uh, uh, he's an accountant who uh, <laughs> had this long dream of once joining a war. Unfortunately, he couldn't g- join the army because his mother uh, needed someone to protect her. But then his town becomes under attack by an unknown element. And so he goes to the local quartermaster who has grenades. So it's just a guy wearing a shitty suit with a briefcase
0: of hand grenades so it's like falling down but instead of guns it's grenades
2: yeah okay no I'd watch that he knows the town so well that he puts grenades in everything and the grenades all
3: bounce off multiple walls yes so it's like perfect hook shots yes
0: oh it shows him as a kid practicing with pine cones and stuff being like I blew you up even better just real grenades well no I'm saying as as a kid it shows him as a kid practicing with rocks and stuff and his dad's like you'll never throw real grenades (laughs) and then it shows him as an
1: adult and he's like today's the day he joins the military just to throw grenades yeah he gets thrown out because that's all he wants to do yeah you're too reckless with these grenades
0: he's like I'll show you saves his town. with grenades he throws a grenade right down a tank barrel (laughs) that's yeah we'll have to get the us out of the breach oh god so you just see the hatches go they're like what the excellent okay the next one i think this is the one that you wanted to that you said catch would be in the murder
1: zoo tell us about the murder zoo the murder zoo all right so the murder zoo with with catch 22 so in the far future where prisons are overfull. Zoos are depopulated of animals and replaced with the human animal. You'd cue like the the ksh, ksh, uh, 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 like people yeah, murdering yeah. People each other fight. in the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's for the entertainment of the upper classes and it's a bunch of like kids <laughs> like yeah And it's just, it's a bunch of fucking prisoners that are put in zoos to just fucking stab each other, but like, one man is
2: wronged by their corporate overlords. I've been wronged by my corporate overlords. Yeah,
1: there you go. And that's, (laughs) and that's catch.
3: I've been wronged by my corporate overlords. (laughs)
1: And, 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 and. Cut to, cut to him in, like, the gladiator suit with, like, either a Mosin or just, like, two of those 22 space gats. Yeah. And the Ugh. doors open, and it's just a field of carnage, and, like, dudes stabbing each other, and he goes... Oh boy, here I go killing again.
2: Come <laughs> <And laughs> there, there you, you go, summer. that's the murder zoo. There, there's a shot. Wisconsin where somebody multiplex at summer. 13. <laughs> a summer of
1: double deuce.
3: There, there's this one shot where somebody manages to like drop off from like a from like an upper gantry on to catch his shoulders and he's like he just like falls back and he gets up. That's my purse! I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. just, just draws them full of holes.
0: God, that would be great. For, for, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the movie to beat so far. It'd be fucking crazy, dude. All right, so, um, again, I realize we have a continuation of the, uh, Night Fight City series unintentionally. Star Sword <laughs> 7, The Age of Violence.
2: <laughs> um... That one, we, that one, you'd need like some like uh, hair metal thing where it's like, Star Fight City yeah! yeah, 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 yeah,
0: and everyone has swords and daggers and they're all chromed out and the lights are shining on them, yes. so they pull them out and it's just gleaming. Oh,
2: fight for your right in the city of night. <laughs> yeah, and everyone just stabbing. Love city.
0: Wow, Love city of yeah. night. Nice. And and city. and and everyone's got the glorious like. Flash Gordon hair. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. all Flash. like, ah. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. And, and and
0: they're all and they're all riding like flying scooters, and and they and they yep. all like knife fight because what had started <laughs> with knife fight city has now gone to the stars. Yes. And, like, yeah, and like this emperor is having this contest.
3: So it's like this, it's a space You're, opera.
0: So yeah, space rock opera.
2: Yes. Oh, 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 yes. oh yeah. <laughs> that Come would be on, great,
0: dude. We could create an album that is nothing but fictional songs from a movie.
3: That exist.
1: <laughs> I, okay, I like where this is going. Knife Fight City, yeah. knife good.
3: fight city, featuring fake David Bowie. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, two two things that I think are back to back: Dino Tanks and Tank Knights. We we wrote those down, and I I knights I'm going to make into something someday I keep bringing it up yeah I was like, about to say tank knights years. is not a new
1: one to the inner circle of the Legion no because it's it's the it's, inner the inner circle of the Legion okay we don't talk about
3: fight club
0: listen it Tank nights is a precious thing to me, and I will make it happen. Okay, don't 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 talk shit. That, no, go it, ahead. That, that is boomer. No. Uh, <laughs>
2: oof.
0: I am going to talk about tank nights. One of these ideas on the podcast. One of these days, I'm just going to expound on the idea, and we'll. we'll I let, can't wait
2: to see the 18 pages you write prior to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that that'll that'll be the problem. You're right? just going to hear a shuffling of papers and all of us awkwardly sitting here quiet as he tells us the story yeah and people are like hey, nice story text fuck off <laughs> then I turn it into an 8 hour documentary
0: and people are like this is actually kind of fascinating but what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright next one I think is something that goat is going to laugh at and something we can all kind of wrap our heads behind fedora samurai
3: <laughs> it's, it's just you just get me to like you just get me to play shade blade no you need to
0: cast someone into it you have to use actors for the most part yeah be somebody really... They, they, it's they, got to be a weeb. It's got to it, no, be a Fedora weeb.
3: Fedora Samurai is the story... What if no, we, go ahead. What if we broke all expectations and all boundaries and cast Maddie in the role? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: can't win them all. <laughs> Tough crowd. Uh, no. no, 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 no. That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> no, no. Fed- fedora Samurai would be like uh. the guy who lives at home with his mom and is like on the atheist Reddit and he's like he's like, God's grace be with you, parentheses, if he was real in parentheses. <laughs> and then he like puts on his
3: fedora and he's got a katana. And he goes out to the McDonald's and the pack of
2: bronies accost him.
3: Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> Yeah, you better give me all that, all those chicken
2: nuggets, McDonald's lady. He's doing a, he's doing the Naruto run on those like parking oh, stubs. Yes, yes.
4: and they, it's like
1: and
2: jumping from parking Hammer thing like, to parking divider.
1: Let's take this outside. And yeah. they, and but it's dude, not a sharp katana. It's just one of those like no, it, absolutely. Display not. It's like
3: we there's got to be stainless a steel. Yeah, like at one point <laughs> it snaps, and he goes to a carnival to get another one. Like he, he does like the yeah. ring toss. <laughs> yeah. And you have like the over elaborate special effects. Is like, huh, I got a catch i've got one ring left if i don't hit this at least the five points i'm not gonna get the katana i'm gonna have to make do with a folding knife
0: no 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 he goes i must go on a quest to retrieve a new weapon and it shows him hitchhiking a ride to the carnival
1: <laughs> yes and he's like so it's like napoleon dynamite yeah meets yeah. um oh, fuck what was it scott pilgrim Yeah, or that I was gonna say that one South
3: Park episode where they like start fighting each other with uh katanas and making I, characters but Scott Pilgrim is a better comparison
2: I think what would be funny is he he goes for the last ring and it misses and he's like sorry you lose you're not going to get the sword and he go, he just goes oh shucks and he pull, reaches in his coat and pulls out a glock he's like give me the sword <laughs> 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 <What> the <fuck? laughs>
3: okay no we can still cast Maddie or Maddie is like the love interest and he like does like really awkward passes at her throughout the movie she's like uh, no <laughs> She's, she's like, you're dumb. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. <laughs>
0: Fireface.
3: Okay, are fire. we talking like a face that's on fire or face that like well, Mike, fires
1: out from the skull towards people?
0: What would the box art tell you about this? Let's work backwards. Both,
1: yes. It would well, be we've like we already established the box art has nothing to do with the movie. But what so if it does? I, Why is that? But helpful? what if
0: this is the one where it does? Oh. And it's got
1: holographic. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn the box, you see his head exploding. Oh, I haven't seen that since fucking like T three. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. Where it's into the Wayback Machine face. right there. Yes. I Prider love it.
3: archive stuff from the Wayback Machine while it's still out there. Fireface. Come Friendly the reminder. Summer.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I think that would be- that would be really good. Fireface, and it's- it's like a guy who has a- like, maybe he's a mutant, and he's- he's like, They thought I was crazy when I said I could fire my face at things
1: oh my god i've always god. been a little oh, hot-headed well, this is this has gone to a completely different place from what i expected and it grows back it's a man who shoots his own face off to defeat evil yeah oh boy oh yeah but nominated grows back
2: f- nominated for the most uh moral uh writing by the christian indiana film festival excellent oh just make up <laughs> also the only thing too.
0: that yeah we well that's exactly yeah you to put what
2: the little fig leaves in there
0: yeah, we got we gotta get all those. those. Oh yeah, we gotta make up awards. Be like totally seen at the very real
1: award place. Yeah, totally seen at the very real award place.
0: Okay, now, now, like it. now the next one, the next one I think is really good. Um, I came up with it. Time cab. When two. exactly? <laughs> yes, that was time cab. Yes. So you got there's there's the normal cab and a guy and it, it's um can can you give me some uh, trailer
2: music? Sure, I'll give you that yeah. song again. Here we go. Thank
0: you. A man may miss many things in his life, but a cab was never significant until today. Hey, win to, buddy. Uh, take me to wait, what? I said win to. This <laughs> summer.
1: <laughs> Time cab. Can we get some animatics of some? Well, of these? I guess 182. <laughs> Say no more! Oh my god, they're Romans
0: outside. <laughs> Sigma 50. That'll be $47. <laughs> <laughs> time cap. <laughs> Come on, they, that would be an au- Time Cab would be a uh,
1: show. Dude, it would be so awesome.
0: Well imagine this- a time traveler has a time cab because that's a service in the future right mm-hmm. he just
3: comes back to the 80s and is like let's make some quick money and blow some people's minds <laughs> the, the main character is tom and then at the end he becomes the new time cabbie oh my
0: god he was the time cabbie all along
3: yes Ooh. <laughs> and it's yes. really it's just tom with like a, a mustache, mustache. Yes. yeah <laughs> so he just pulls oh. the mustache off and he's like
0: i was you <laughs> <laughs> bro (laughs) Bro. (laughs) hey I like sushi too (laughs) (laughs) time cap okay Um, some of these I'm realizing are not as smart as I thought they were at 3 in the morning with no sleep yeah no shit that's okay that's just kind of Sorry. how it goes. <laughs> no, I mean, like, oh, okay, Mike, explain to me Dr. Brian versus the Maelstrom. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what is this? I'm not saying I wouldn't,
2: from 80 shitty movies, you see titles like this. What is Dr. Brian? Dr. Brian is a pediatrician, and <laughs> okay. the Maelstrom is a giant storm coming for the small town of Wissikasi, uh, Indiana. Okay. And he's the only one who knows how to stop the storm. How? Because he read through meteorology, which is a part of pediatrics that he took while he was in medical school. <laughs> is... I... Next, so awesome. no, 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 no. <laughs> all the audio is just like really far away from the camera, so you just hear like. You just I think little... the storm will come over here. Yeah. So, so it's like a disaster horror movie. Yeah, it's it's a really bad. Somebody shot this on a VHS. Uh, movie about and it's got the, all it was for was to basically advertise this guy's pediat pe, like oh, private practice. oh my god
0: so what you're saying is this guy who was the doctor we make it out like he was the guy who funded this movie yes to act as an advertisement and a tax write-off
4: so he, has, <laughs> oh so, my
0: god. So, so he then because this is why we put these down so we can figure
3: out why um, so there's a what you're saying is there's a documentary where we have to go through an IRS audit yeah. Yes. and it shows the whole cast like getting oh, by yes. this IRS agent wearing yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, 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 and it
0: shows like why did you make this? And he's like, "Well, it was an action movie." And it shows like a clip of the action movie and he's out in a field and he's like, "Oh no! The wind." And they just throw stuff <laughs> yeah. past the camera. You can
3: like see somebody's fingers come out of frame. For and seconds. you see the leaf blower
0: in the edge of the frame and it's like blowing in his face and he's like, "No, not the mouth."
1: <laughs> Somebody throws a handful of dirt in it just to be an asshole. He's, He's like, like, oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay uh, This one I'm gonna have to
0: explain. Oh, um, no. Oh large turtle Oh. And I, and, and, and I, I want to do a kaiju movie except course. except you have the whole thing very badly dubbed Mm-hmm, and you just basically I kept giggling at the idea of how funny would it be if you replaced Godzilla the words Godzilla with large turtle. Help, large turtle is attacking the city help we need the military to fight large turtle and you just have a turtle in a terrarium just like knocking over little plywood buildings and you have guys standing next to army ish equipment shooting blanks in a green screen
1: (laughs) yeah and then you like put like some little like obvious like pineapple or something in the terrarium that he eats and that's how he like kills soldiers
0: yeah yeah but then then you gotta you gotta put in a you know like a song they play that makes a turtle go to sleep Uh, oh yeah yeah of course Sleepy Turtle Turtle. Turtle song,
1: yeah,
2: and and it's like uh some lady who plays it like the local. uh, No,
0: it's it's William Shatner.
2: Oh my God, George George Takei, man.
1: No, it's George Takei because he's 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 got a really high range. He sings the (laughs) intro song (laughs) to Star Trek. uh, Um, Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
2: No, uh, I was gonna say like it's it's a lady at like one of those like lounges and she has like one of those microphones and she's the one that goes like oh god and you get the gratuitous
1: like <laughs> eight minute clip of her like goat is dying and i'm sorry okay singing goat, oh, okay. i'm just making noises with my mouth okay yeah but goat knows exactly what you're talking about yeah but goat's also a musician so it right, hurts him all right so oh, sorry, sorry and sorry.
3: she's like leaning back no and <laughs> it's and it's just like and it's like just an outline but you, you can totally see a nip there. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! And the and the it's the eighties, man. And the that's lips, true.
2: Yeah, it's just
3: like this Why like... Why is it really
2: wet in
1: there?
3: Yeah, to sneak it past of, the sensors. It's just kind of sad, kind of saggy because not wearing bras very much. And like the as she's singing, it's like the eighties, man. The lips don't the, the lips don't match up.
2: Well, cause <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, that's cause yeah,
0: yeah, because it's synced. Yeah, oh, okay. Now the next one was Mike's, and Mike had to explain this. This is gonna need the music again, Mike.
2: Okay.
3: Civil War Street Race. <laughs> what in the
0: fuck <laughs> is Hold
3: this? Hold on. Remember Tom Tombedil film?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, Tom Tom is
2: gonna be in this one. Go, go ahead. In the Civil War, the two sides fought, but only one was going to be a winner, and that winner was only gonna be decided by a street race. <laughs>
3: oh, wow, there's a lot of cannons going off!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, flop
1: plays the bad guy. And he's got a big mustache with the curls skewed <laughs> oh, <yeah. cued. laughs> yep. he's, like, he's like, I say, sir, I will reckon on no, no the... No southern accent. It's just flop like in the uh-huh. pilot video on BPL. He's like, yeah, fucking lights are for people who don't fucking think for themselves. So just you fucking full send it, bro. Just like Max Throttle open the <laughs> shit up and just fucking send it, dude. On a horse trail.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. they're They're traveling through Gettysburg on like tuner cars just drifting around corners in the Civil War and you just have, like, the two sides shooting at each other and uh, the car in the center of it. Kicking dust up for some reason. This is terrible. Like in one in one <laughs> shot, like
1: Tom's going around the corner and it shoots his fuzzy dice off. But in the next shot, the fuzzy dice are on the mirror again.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, n- next up, I, I wrote down uh, Zorbulon the Mighty, and it would it would be a space invader who it came sounds
2: like here. a 1950s movie. Oh yeah, very much. Very gives much. me a,
0: gives me like heavy metal vibes. Yes. No, I, I would make it a very like I am here to destroy Earth, sort of, you know, evil. But then he um gets he he gets kind of
3: he falls in love with Earth. He tries to, tries to defend it. What in particular does he fall in love about Earth, though?
2: Baskin Robbins.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say <laughs> something go.
0: like that. He's he's, he's he, he. That's the first place he kicks in. He kicks in the door with his ray gun, and he's like, "It's like welcome to Baskin Robbins." <laughs> yeah, and he's just got his ray gun out, and he's like, "Prepare to die, Earthling." And he's like, "Oh, would you like to try our, our pistachio nut ice cream?" And he's like, "Very well, that is a strange last request." But I <laughs> and he like bites it, and then his eyes just it's open. It's like t- 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey. He realizes there's a planet worth saving. He's conquered like
2: 800 planets. And now he has to fight his own people to protect I, Earth.
1: I think it'd be hilarious if he landed in like LA, so it's a bunch of like smoking hot models. And like he just, you just like, want he, smoke they just hot go, hot. well, no, they go <laughs> slow mo. They go slow mo. Cause you think, like, like Goat was alluding to, that he's going to fall for like, oh, beautiful, the most beautiful Earth woman. Well, he just like bats her out of the way and he's like, be gone, be thought. gone, thought. And then, or <laughs> whatever. And then just walks into Baskin Robbins and he's like, prepare to die. And they're like, would you like to try the uh, moose tracks? He's, a very you know, strange last request. I shall grant it. I am a warrior of honor. <laughs> so I, am I a shall mighty grant warrior. your last
0: request. And so it shows him 30 years later, <laughs> and he's he's working at the local
1: staples. You know what? You know what? We're gonna throw it for a real loop. It's not gonna be a female model. It's like it's like John Cena. Oh. <laughs> like just just for extra weird points. I, I don't yeah. John I mean, Cena is the, the Baskin Robbins manager. Yes. John Cena as Magic Mike as the Baskin-Robbins manager.
0: Why not? Why not? Fuck it. But no, so so he's working at Staples like 30 years later. Oh, yes. Living the American dream. Yeah, and he's sitting that there boy. like, well, you'll find the lumbar support of this chair is pretty good for your, what do you call it, streaming? And he's like, yeah, I have 400 followers. Good, good. You are a slovenly person, but this chair will work fine. And then his beeper goes off, and he looks <laughs> <His> down. <beeper. laughs> and it says, about to invade Earth, you win? And he's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) Chair will support your weak human spine.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? So Mike wrote Ice
2: Command Skies of Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a steampunk game. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. uh, Ice Command Skies of Tomorrow is about a dystopian future where everyone lives in the Antarctic now because the rest of the earth was covered by an evil uh miasma of darkness that when you walk into it uh you disintegrate or burst into flames yeah because that's cheaper to do and
1: yes. they all wear uh, they all wear flight goggles and like the the uh wool lined flight jackets yeah for yeah. reasons we're flying
3: into the dark fog
1: so the intro to that is just richard <laughs>
3: Mike is Richard or somebody who actually looks more like like uh, a big ass trucker but it's just Mike dubbing over with the Richard voice shady lip sync obviously and it yeah. just starts off no richard you can't drive in there that's the miasma I ain't afraid of no fog, <laughs> and then it shows like this really shitty like Thanos snap effect where they just start disintegrating and then catch on fire. Oh yes, I, I like cut
2: tubes, man
0: on fire. So Hell, uh, yeah. the next one is uh, Vietnam comma Saturn.
1: And- <laughs> yes, this is the other one that I think we could cast catch in. Okay. Yeah. Space Viet- Vietnam. So it's wow, like Vien- Charlie's
0: in the tree. The tree, the jungles of Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> this is, so so it's it's like twenty-one sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows Huey gunships flying across just they tent the sky and they're like yeah. in the rice paddies of Saturn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not Io or Europa, no, 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 no Saturn. Saturn, Saturn, Saturn yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. So yes. <laughs> I want to make it like the film director knows nothing about space.
2: Yeah, not nothing about science. So he He's, flies a helicopter through space. Yes. With the doors open. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And no, and all
0: the all the guys have all the Vietnam era battle rattle on, but they have space helmets.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Their chest and shit is exposed. Yes, yes. yes. It's, it's all like it's all news footage from Vietnam. Yeah. But the editor just puts laser effects coming out of the yeah, muzzle of all he the Yeah. He tints guns. it red. And
2: t- <laughs> like, yeah. He tints just, it red. So it's literally just public domain footage of actual Vietnam fighting tinted yeah. red. Yeah. With laser guns. How yeah. do you spend
3: ten million
0: on something like
2: that? Uh, probably uh, in the editing. Yeah. Probably in the editing, spend, and
0: then you recreate we, we actually, the drama scenes in between.
2: We we rent a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> from the era. That's how we that's how we blow one, that money.
1: It is one. Single shot of Saturn at the beginning. The, <laughs> that's, the, that's the
3: budget. We send the, a probe to Saturn. Yeah, no. When the
1: <laughs> when the FNG like he's. Uh, this look at this cherry he's fresh off the boat like you watch him come down like it's an LST that sails through space yeah. into Saturn the, the the doors clanking down <laughs> yeah and that's that's it that's the only way you know that's on Saturn so if you don't watch the first like four minutes of the movie everything's just red for no reason
0: yeah you're dude. like what the fuck is going on all right this, this is one of Mike's um knife genie and you had me put with Sinbad <laughs> So, so is this just like a guy finds a lamp?
2: Magic lamp, yeah.
0: Magic lamp. Okay,
1: why? Why? So he
2: he he rubs the magic lamp, and out comes a knife genie who's played by Sim Dad, and they're like, he's like, oh boy, do I get three wishes? He's like. Bitch, you get three stabs. And <laughs> so he just stabs the shit out of people and then he goes back in his lamp. That sounds like, first of all, I'm going to say
0: that's a terrible movie. Second, How do we make it good? Yeah, well, no, no. Secondly, that sounds like an awesome cursed item in D&D. Yes. Ooh. The stab lamp. Yeah. It's No, it's because it, if you told an adventure, there seems to be a very peculiar, slightly worn, but old and well taken care of in some unique way way lamp it seems to be magic every player in DD is oh, they're gonna f- pick it up
3: i rub it three times okay this is my, my first you get wish. stabbed in
0: the face three times <laughs> what and then it goes back in the lamp yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
2: <laughs> knife uh, genie roll
1: for a uh, roll for reaction roll for dodge
0: reflex save
1: please <laughs> another one <laughs> yeah. and one more yeah. how yeah. many times did you rub three yeah another one <laughs> So, so uh, what is this... Okay, it's a lamp that stabs people. Oh, well, my God. I mean, the lamp doesn't stab Yeah,
2: people. well, it's okay, it is the mechanism by which a man people. is stabbed. No, so you release the genie, and he stabs the person, but then he goes and stabs other people throughout the movie. Oh, so it's like...
1: Okay. Oh, so yeah. he's the villain, and they have to figure out so, how to get him back in the lamp.
2: So you cut to that dark alleyway shot where you have the punks doing the thing, flipping the knife and the coin in the corner, and it's, like, really Is dark. Is this just because Sin Man was in that genie movie? He wasn't in it. Wait, wait. he wasn't? That, no, that was Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Yeah. Opportunity here.
3: It's set in the in Stab City, where it's like oh, knife fight fight city. city.
0: We we have
3: created a whole world in Knife Fight City, (laughs) the knife
1: fight cinematic
3: universe.
0: Yes, I was about
1: to say, isn't that the hallmark of terrible movies that like they keep making shitty movies in the same universe,
2: and you're like, I. I don't care why is someone spending money on this I I think it'd be funny if it's like the the punks are like in the dark alleyway and they all like, like oh yeah we're gonna give me your money man and he's just like no and then they go to stab him and it goes like right through him and they're like what the fuck he's like I'm a I'm a knife genie, and he just starts stabbing
0: them. <laughs> no, dude, no. this
2: is I'm good. a knife genie. What do you want? <laughs>
0: okay, okay I, I got. We we did write down sword comps, but again, yeah. it's the knife fight city intellect yep, cinematic universe. The IP. knife fight deputy. Yeah, deputy is sword oh, comp. Yes, yes. Oh, dude, it shows it shows like some punks from knife fight city and they like get out and start terrorizing some small town like rural america yeah yeah. and you see deputy put on his shades (laughs) and put his cavalry hat on and he gets the sword off the (laughs) mantelpiece oh and he rides up on a thundering steed and he (laughs) just starts hacking them down and he's like i'll run you off and just
3: chases them down that would be so majestic one thing i agree yeah deputy has to be Completely deadpan the whole time. Yes, yes. He'd be like, I believe
2: he's like that was more than you can chew. That was a parking violation, sir. I'm gonna have to ask you to fuck the police. All right, wrong. I park where I want. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah no he's like the he, in in I'm he's like I'm now you'll need
2: hospital
1: parking <laughs> <laughs> that's a lovely facial tattoo sir uh, roll rescue yeah. and heads so so
0: one i wrote that i think would be ridiculous um is is soviet munion <laughs> and and here's no in here, in what it would be is it would be soviet Munyan colon the raid on seven you know what i mean okay yeah so no we make up a real reason for the space race a real reason for the space race and it's all to cover up this soviet moon base and it's it's a it's a standard commando movie Mm -hmm. you know where the guys sneak in like guns of navarone you know where they gotta stop the soviet moon laser because it's gonna ruin the fourth of july (laughs) And, and, sure. Yeah. And so it's astronaut commando team that's that's all busted out of prison to go up there Oh, they, they, Because yeah. they're
3: expendable.
0: The yeah.
2: He, the guy has like a golden gun, like from the man with the golden gun. Yeah. That he assembles, but then he just fires it and it goes from yarring, yarring, yarring Like a laser made. comes out slowly. <laughs> Is like, it like really slowly <laughs> across <laughs> the room. Yeah. And the guy's like, ah, ah. oh, ah. oh <laughs> <laughs>
3: how do we we tie this into space alamo though a guy on the team (laughs) has to be named asteroid johnson
2: the prequel to
3: space alamo yeah the the (laughs) guys that escape the the devastation of their base go on to form the Space San Juan,
0: yeah, why not? Yeah, that would be really cool. fun. Santa, Santa Ana, yeah, Santa. Ana. All right,
1: so so the we space, got the Space Soviets mutated by radiation after their defeat in the Soviet Moonian. So Speaking
0: so we got Mexicans. we got basically um, space Alamo. Space Alamo. We got basically about twenty minutes left, which is kind of nice. Uh, this went this went better than I thought. Um, but one of the things we like to do here is answer. Questions from oh, the fan base. Okay. So and we have
1: we have the Grognard Extraordinaire, Mister Goat, with us today. Well, yes,
0: he's he's younger Grognard. To answer older tabletop question. We did have some tabletop questions. Oh, sh- I just if we had something Shit. out of wing. Don't worry about it. So, uh, high-tech slash whoever checks the email. I was wondering That's what tax. you all think about God Games, where you just sort of babysit an AI building a civilization on a world. Mm. I was one of the foolish people who got excited for Goddess and when that was oh. being made, and now it stares at me in my Steam library, a reminder not to get too excited for games in early access. In hindsight, I really should have seen that coming. But I've always liked the idea of a God Game, where I could control the environment and Landscape. I always liked the terraforming and Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri and seeing how I could min-max my city's environments. So the idea of the game where you just control the environment while a bunch of AI duke it out seems fun to me, especially if you could just sit there being Bob Ross and make beautiful landscapes. What do you guys think? From Smackamole. Um,
1: name. I purchased Goddess. Because I, I knew what was going to happen, but so why? And I wanted to. I wanted to watch. So I read about Goddess. Yeah. And I read what Peter Molyneux said.
0: Well, that's and, the
1: operative phrase, Peter Molyneux. And I wanted to watch Peter Molyneux in the figurative sense mm. blow his own fucking ass off. And boy, howdy, let me tell you about how I was not disappointed one bit at how spectacular. I mean, that game, that game came apart. Like someone putting a wrench into a washing machine that runs at 20,000 RPM. Like, just a glorious fucking explosion. But I like God Games. Yeah, I I think God Games are kind of interesting.
0: They're kind of a weird niche. But the problem is none of them have ever done it exactly right. Right. Because even black and white, people who love black and white will say, black and white was great. Why don't you still play it?
1: Well... Right. You know, because there's always that shortcoming. Um, so my problem with god games is that the AI is never smart enough to keep up with a human player. And, no. and so it, it is not capable of taking advantage of the opportunities you create. Well, yeah. Uh, it, you're, it, you're forced to be a god paying attention to the direction the AI wants to go, well, not shepherding an AI that will take advantage of the way the player tries to go. And one of the reasons that is,
0: is it's kind of like being a DM, where you want the players to kind of try to do one thing or another, and it just becomes I can't herd chickens, because you have some people that are just a little random. I stabbed the blacksmith! I do this, I do that. Well, with an AI that doesn't understand what you're trying to plan for, with no direct control, unless the AI for the little people is run well, it just becomes a pain in the ass.
1: I think the other problem is that a lot of God games are, uh, it's a filter that's put onto an RTS. Correct. Oh, here's the other civilization. Now you've got to, you know, build your people so that they go fight the other people, which is why I like, um, in terms of God games, the universum, where you have a planet full of idiot nuggets who will absolutely die because they're stupid as shit. But you like you build buildings and you manage resources, and so it's a it's a god game in that you can do godlike stuff, like you can you know make rain to make the crops go faster and do stuff like that. But there's no like principal adversary; it's you versus the environment. That's I think, true. I think that's pretty good. So I got I got one that I have a contribution to this. please
3: oh, please, yes, please even though it's laconic. I remember who being, cares. I remember being excited for Spore. Yes, oh, so did man. I. Yeah, old, I'm not interested in god games anymore. Except, yeah, don't blame you. Except Dwarf Fortress, kind of. Dwarf Fortress is going to always be special. Most complex game.
0: Yeah, and it, it's. I also like it because it bucks the trend. It shows if you work on one thing your whole life, you can make something really special.
3: Yeah. All craft is of the highest
0: quality. <laughs> it menaces with spikes of neckbeard. Yeah. So there, there is a question I've been holding on to uh, until I had someone here who could help me break down mechanics. So, from Nehemiah, Dear BPL, I've heard you bashing 4th edition D&D quite heavily in your podcasts. And while I agree it was anything but perfect, especially on release, It was made playable only after they've released a bunch more content for it. It was, in my opinion, a fairly good war game, and it did a lot of things right, or at least it tried to. For instance, streamlining save throws was a good thing, at least for me, and completely negating save or die throws was objectively a good move. There were things I really liked about 4e. Not all of it, but some of it. On the other hand, you've never said anything good about it, aside from the they tried a new setting that's a B for effort or something along those lines. Is there absolutely nothing you've liked about 4E? No good things at all? P.S. We still remember Total Biscuit. I rewatch his StarCraft videos from time to time, especially Shoutcraft Kings. He is still dearly missed. It's just you don't often have anything to say about those who've gone. Doesn't mean they are forgotten. That was from Nehemiah. I nope. can Nehemiah. It's not someone in the Legion, I don't think, but uh it's it's just someone who's listened. Okay. And I have a response to 4e um, but go do you have any thoughts on that
3: getting a couple of elements right and making an effort or moving things towards something but not getting there in a tabletop RPG is worthless because all you can all you because then all the redeeming factor is oh well I can salvage some mechanics that I could have house ruled anyway into a more complete edition
0: yeah and I I feel that half steps are usually a bad step mm-hmm. um, so here's the thing I I originally had my first written objection to 4E that was like 17 pages and I... The
3: 95 thesis.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I decided not to do that, but I do have a response. Now, firstly, in reference to Total Biscuit, there are fewer who remember anyone who dies um, than they were when they were living. And I was referring mostly to the type of people who follow that, which is of the moment. Mm -hmm. that which is temporary, that which is famous, to celebrate that brief life and that fame, but these are also the people who walk away when next along comes the next great thing so, it's all temporary is what I was getting at, that's coming for me in time, and everyone else, you know, it's just something to reflect on, all is temporary even the greatest fame, and art may outlive you. That was the other thing I was getting at. You can create something that will be passed on long after people remember your fucking name. People may forget Leonardo da Vinci, but they will see that art and know what that is long before they recall his name, memory, and acts. So, you will not outlive your art, I guess is what I was trying to get at at that comment. Unless you're, like, really bad at it. You know. Um, Now, as as to 4E, let me put my microphone down so I can actually read my dissertation. Oh, no. (laughs) The last question to be asked today. Uh, (laughs) I had originally thought of a seven-page dissertation on my issues, but this is the brief version. 1. Wizards of the Coast shit on everyone by making something that had to be, by design, non-compatible with everything else. It was a fresh start, but a half-baked one. Their development process incorporated near-zero playtesting and very short turnaround. Unfair to the designers? Yes. Unfair to the players? Doubly so. And it shows. It dearly shows from the infamous barrel check <laughs> to the memes of B- bloody path and dirt clang as it's become known. The rules are badly laid out, poorly written, and very confusing. They made a shitload of money doing in the end what people do in game studios. They get greedy as fuck. All game studios do this. It's inevitable if you grow too big or have too much reach. World of Darkness did this, and you can see it in the documentary on Amazon called World of Darkness. It's hilarious. You see a game company that grows large, grows huge, dumps splat books out, finds out they have the same issues as everyone else. Folks want card games or something new. New flavors of stuff. The old guard won't buy anything else because the past five or ten books are meh or just weird peripheral stuff. So they print a new edition, and it sells like mad, but it's not the same, and people go back to the old stuff or move on. Happened with Games Workshop as well. They have to keep pumping codexes and editions out in order to sell fewer and fewer models at higher and higher prices. Happened with Wizards and D&D. Eventually, they all appeal to the mythical wider audience. They drive themselves harder and harder and greater and greater into profit land, regardless of what they burn in the process. They're corporations, they're doing this for money, it's not a charity. And that's why I really like fan projects or passion projects, smaller studios these days, folks who do what they like and damn the consequences. Sure, they may not get rich, but they get by, and their heart is still in it, and they're not just turning the printer's crank to ensure another payday. So 4E to me is the death of the old guard of D&D. Sure, 3 and 3-5 had fucking issues, complex and confusing through 900 splat books and a billion fucking feats and the weeaboo book of fight and magic. And, <laughs> but throughout, it was about driving player choice and agency. It was about giving options, a paintbrush to paint the world however you want it. And 4E was about making a battle miniatures war game, and it did that amazingly well. It was designed for no nonsense, kick in the door style gameplay, and it did that admirably, but as an RPG, it felt awful. But hey, I'm just a grognard, and this is my opinion. And I do like some things about 4E. It gave birth to Pathfinder, (laughs) it showed that people could, if dissatisfied with the shit a company was selling, you plug your own game out of your ass with blackjack and hookers. It's almost like it doesn't have any technical requirements. Yeah, it was the beginning of an era too because you'll see Zweihander doing this with Warhammer fantasy role playing coming, you know, back in
3: people's minds. OSR.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and so you see You know, what I like about 4E is the joy of seeing new players. It brought a lot of new people in. And anybody who I know got into tabletop with 4E quickly outgrew it because they found other things within the community and joined it. So I'm glad for that. And for a jumping off point, it was a good one because it's Babby's first RPG. (laughs) Lastly, what I like about 4E is that it died. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. It gave us 5E, which is really kind of what 2E was trying to be. Mm Mm-hmm goes a lot like old D&D and that's a good thing so next question sorry for my long soap that body. was uh, that was nice uh, i hope so hey spirit of vincent price here longtime listener first time caller <laughs> i've been greatly enjoying guy? i've been greatly enjoying the podcast out here on the lovely pacific ocean oh and after the third part of games and wasted potential i thought of a question for y'all mm. we've heard about games and even about movies but what are the best and worst books you've read oh man oh. and without spoilers why keep up the great work the podcast somehow gets better with every episode and once i get some land time i'm gonna finally binge on all the great content the legion has made for the channel and haven't been able to consume due to being out here on the water much love price
1: vincent stay safe first of all we love you very much you're a treasure and please don't hurt yourself please don't hurt
0: yourself out in the ocean don't fight any cracking dancing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but dude you you need to come out here and visit and get on the podcast yes once
1: again we miss you
0: he's no he's he's such a nice guy he is he's, wonderful he's, he's, he's a he's, wonderful human he's being. just <laughs> such a nice guy so best and worst what wook wook, wooks. wook. me, wook. me we wooks all right so we bad no best like. best one i'm gonna say dune just because it pushed my horizons i was like oh this is just gonna be a sci-fi oh Whoa, what does he talk, generational, oh, oh, and it changed how I saw a lot of stuff. Uh, Neuromancer, for the same reason, that was a book that really pushed my horizons back and how you could story tell. Worst book I ever read is probably Half the Shit by Tom Clancy, where it's just like, a man with a very precise wristwatch and certain mechanical calculations, and then he died with an RPG that blew up his car and rushes bad again, and you're like, i've read this before <laughs> this guy used to sell printers <laughs> <laughs> god damn no it's just it has no energy to it no vibrant energy uh, there's no storytelling it's just good guy win spy stuff spy camera gun yeah
1: spy words oh, that's fair best and worst um i think the best book i've read um it's probably Something gonna that just come down here. to either um oh also Manu's a harsh mistress Mm. Uh, it's gonna have to come down to either as far as best yeah um and i i guess i kind of dipped into this already i'm not a very well-read person so the pool is very small in terms of things to choose from um either uh the no asshole rule or meditations okay um just in terms of because like like marcus aurelius yeah marcus aurelius's meditations because i've always had um a, a little bit of anxiety and uh meditations really helped me to like kind of let go of things that I I was not able to control, you know, with, with, I mean, it's kind of nihilistic, but the notion of like, well, either there's a religion and God loves you and you'll die and you'll go to heaven or there's nothing and it won't fucking matter, you know, like, well said, that's it. Don't uh, worry, be happy. The notion of don't, you know, be deaf to the criticisms or be deaf to the rumors of others, you know, be deaf to gossip. You know, like, who fucking cares? There's a million people. All of them have opinions, and they're like assholes. They all smell bad. Um, Worst books thinking back when you were talking about tom clancy like the hunt for red october may be iconic but at the same time it's just kind of like it's an iconic movie the book is not yeah that right. um there was another one and i cannot remember the name of it there's a reason for that they're forgettable yes uh it was is this book about like secret government tests of anti-aircraft lasers and like it shoots down this let me let me take you through this journey guys on a plane yeah pilots get like a commercial flight yeah pilots get shot with a laser okay in the eyes oh and it kills them Eye laser death yes why didn't we come up with this idea for a movie there it only blinds, death laser it only blinds them but they die okay because reasons sure they crash in vietnam mm-hmm. the first half of the book is them going through the vietnamese jungle where many people die to Vietnamese booby traps left over from the Vietnam War. Okay. Then he meets, uh, I think she's an FBI agent, and there's like this weird semi-romance. Somehow they get back to America. I don't even remember how this happened. At, at the Vietnam desk of the FBI, got it. Yes, yeah. where they are hunted by shadowy organization... And like there's some sort of cabin in the woods and I don't even remember how the book ends. So if you wrote that book, I'm sorry, but it was it was garbage and I can't remember it. And it was not good. Well said. Goat. Best. Worst. Both. They're both the same book. Well, it's not the best, but it's it's one
3: that's a good but also bad book. And I'm going to draw controversy from this because it's uh, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. I could see that because on one hand the plot is dumb and it turns around and things are just it doesn't feel like it flows together very well and there's these disjointed vignettes that I don't if they contributed towards the main plot I don't realize how on the other hand the writing style is impeccable. Or it's just i don't even know what's going on but it's and it's just the way he's talking about how this ex-con guy assumes a new identity and goes into this little midwestern town and oh there's there's this betting pool about when this old uh, volkswagen's gonna crush through the ice on what day and no oh, he picks up the uh, you know don't he picks up a book from a library that was gonna get rid of it and he picks like the least likely thing and You know the choice of food he gets at the diner, and how he—I don't know—and and and all the like old ancient gods shit trying to hold on in the modern world. The style is really cool. The concept is really cool, but the plot itself is just. I understand.
0: I mean some books are like that Mm -hmm. mike any books that stand out good no all right got it (laughs) check
2: (laughs) i i did i i said before in the previous podcast i i always feel a little awkward because everyone's like i read this thing and i mike has not read very many things at all in book form i'm in that i'm in that same boat i hope you we will i i read a lot of stuff online about technical stuff that Mike, no one else cares I'm, about but me
0: i'm a librarian i worked in a library i have a degree in library yeah. i will help you read
1: mike's like well my favorite we read was the uh xenix 1002 bravo the technical manual and describing uh, noise mitigation through uh, xlr cable and it's like no no, no. no one really cares no. So no, it's okay. It's okay. We do care, Mike. Your yeah. technical expertise facilitates this podcast, which we greatly appreciate.
2: Right. <laughs> so next, up, I read a lot of tech documents. There, there you go. That's fine.
1: Um, next up is from Vladimir.
0: Oh, via the Vladimir. Yes. Why from anywhere? Why do people Let give so much room. shit over how long it takes to make a battle tech talk? Are oh. all Americans oh. so entitled? Oh. What is the deal? Please take your time answering. I am patient. Short answer, Ooh. yes. Well, the, the problem is, and this is like when I make stuff on YouTube, I'll put out, especially during this COVID stuff, we would just put been putting stuff out every day. Mm-hmm. They'd say about 60, 70 percent of it's me. Yeah. And then the rest of it is people who just are like, I've always wanted to try to put some on YouTube, but I just don't want to do it on my own. And so I can show them to my audience. So they actually get views. Yeah. And if they want to start their own thing, they can you know and I, I try to help them do that but um every so often i get a comment they're like win more battle tech i want battle tech now and i'm like oh easy easy let's settle you know. down there buddy yeah well it, it's usually written really angrily or very curt like if you did less of this you could have made another battle tech and i'm like okay Look listen at your
1: shithead L-
3: listen to your little shit ironic in. tg's btg is more courteous in demanding more techs isn't that insane? Yeah. Mm. The one good thing about UTG, I guess.
0: Well, the, the thing is, is that when it, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, it's like, I go, okay, these are 1,200 to 1,400 hours to make. There are 740, 760 hours in a month. This includes every possible hour, like sleep. Not sleep, yeah. And everything else. So if I didn't have a job and my job takes 60 to 70 hours a week, out of that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I take 67 hours a week out of the time and then sleep. And I don't sleep all that much. I don't. So we take that out of that time. It's still months and months and months of work for two men to spread. And we're both been working our ass off on these things. And right now I'm writing the next one. But I try to explain that to people. And they think that me playing an episode of Space Station 13 or even 10 of them equates to a text talks battle tech.
1: yeah and i i try to explain that those people don't give a fuck they to, just to think in perspective yeah. i i'll come out into into my own damn house i might add and i'll walk into the kitchen and it's i mean like my house is like an office it's mike and Tex sitting at the table like discussing battle tech stuff and i mean yeah. like not like oh wouldn't it be cool if blah i mean there's a there's a whiteboard in the kitchen yeah. There and they will sit there with notes and like go over, you know, fucking well, editing details. Yeah, and, and I just kinda walk in and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna heat my pasta up and well, then go back to my room. And, and it's the thing not is not disturb
0: the board meeting. <laughs> well, and it's that's the thing, is it is it is production. Yeah. And and it's it's making a two hour documentary in depth is difficult. It's
1: extremely I, ex- especially th- with a two person crew. And to do it in less than a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah, with no budget. And my contribution is, hey, Nick,
2: I need you to say this in German, like, okie dokie. Well, I I also have to point out that we are making a couple of feature length documentaries in the span of a year, which most people only make one. In their life. In their, their life. We're doing like back to back. And the reason why we're doing it is because it's something that I think shouldn't just be us reading a wikipedia or just grabbing no, i agree they see all they see is the visual aspect the people who are complaining they see the visual aspect oh you're just grabbing images and they're just moving side to side and just, i'm like i'm thinking about what i'm putting there i'm going to source books i can't just yeah go to google images and take shit because no, there's a lot of people who own that that don't belong to BattleTech exactly it's and I mean, people's
0: own art we don't
1: steal it let's talk yeah. about text how many pages of text is required to create the just the script the script, one episode of Text Talks Battle Tech. You're looking at twenty to sixty pages of finalized product. Yeah. So for those script. demanding a new episode of Text Talks Battle Tech, remember that time that you had to write a fucking thesis when you went to college? Yeah. Like, did you do that in two months? Well, not only that, I have to read about ten to
0: fifteen books per. Um, and I also have to consult with the writers. I mean, this this is yeah. He talks real. to the
2: people. He doesn't yeah. just go. I think this is what. happened happens or he asks copy, them just at,
3: reads off sarna yeah there are people who do that yeah. and best of luck to them um, yeah and,
0: and, and that's the
2: thing it's like people say that there's always a better way or a faster way to do it and i'm like well then go do it why are you at telling well, me if, to if do you, it if
0: you have a magic way
1: to show me how to do
0: what we've done in the last year please go and tell me i'd love to see it a
1: better question if you have a better way to do it than text us and you can make a better product why aren't you making With,
2: videos without a crew to back you up yeah. It's just me and Tex like editing stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's, We have
2: we have people helping us with uh, some visual aspects which without them this would take way longer. Yeah. But they're not in it like no, we're, not,
0: we're we're the guys in the trench shoveling. Yeah, yeah.
2: we we we. They're like, is there any way I can help? And we give them a couple of things. We're like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are
0: you guys doing? How did You're you like, guys make this many? Because crazy. one one last to,
1: to the people who contribute like art and, and Yes. I, Those people do
3: great work
0: too. And
1: voice I, lines. I yeah. I, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe not the voice line well, guys. Look, Steiner Stout Scout Squad is is for <laughs> me at least very easy. Like, yeah. People like Rikon Roleplay and and the other guys who have to do like five six seven eight lines of text um yeah who, uh, who have to voice act yeah yes
3: Alexander yes Alexander Kerensky yeah.
1: yeah like people who send text like I'm usually done in one take just because yeah. it's like hey scream this in German or act like a fucking <laughs> insane clown that's high on cocaine and,
0: yeah well I mean we all have our strengths
1: <laughs> I guess um but like people who have to send like seven eight takes of voice work and yeah. then like go through a script and it's, then sit there, and we have to figure out which ones we want. Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's it's everything is a process. One last quick question. I think it's funny from Anonymous. What the fuck are you guys even drinking on that podcast? I
3: want some bourbonade. <laughs> that's just Nick today. Uh, just we're having day. some really
1: nice tea, strong black tea. Yeah, generally we have a giant teapot. Here's the it, sad part: is as far as I know, uh, with the exception of me today, all of us have been sober. Yes, for yeah. these podcasts, I've so. I've been sober
0: for six months. It's it's, it's not that's not something to be applauding over. It's just a fact. Oh, okay. yeah. it's,
3: well, you know, it um, deserves, It's yeah. almost like you you don't need substances to alter your mind. Give me
2: a creative. drink
0: right now.
3: You can just be <laughs> weird.
2: Um, I, I I started counting it out. We made eight documentaries in less than a year. Yeah, that's. I I just, I'm not trying to like say like, oh my God, look how great we are. No, I mean, that's insane. That's, we shouldn't be doing eight documentaries a year. That's fucking retarded. So we have jobs. Yeah, yes. and then, yeah. That's that's the other thing. Is it's it's.
0: I I've wrote people into my manic, crazy,
1: creative stuff. And, I I yeah. have stopped attempting to tell Tex that he is a glutton for punishment and that he is slowly destroying himself because he just doesn't, doesn't listen. Yeah, I feel I feel, I feel bad today. News. Hey, Tex, maybe you should try uh, sleeping for more than two hours and working for less than twenty hours a day. No casual (laughs) (laughs) and on that note
0: uh, this uh, podcast is brought to you by the fine people over on the black pants legion patreon and nobody fucking else we ain't selling shit exactly
3: and a burning hatred of games workshop oh my god
0: Nick, why do you I'm (laughs)
3: I'm selling music commissions but that's just me oh
2: what's your music commission website just go to my soundcloud goat.com which is yeah goat goat.exe <laughs> we'll don't do a... that don't put that don't, in don't, don't don't put that in it's all
1: fashion
3: goatchipontoexe garantido no, no. uma delícia vai aumentar a velocidade do seu computador if it's in portuguese it's not better um No. Just private message me on SoundCloud or YouTube. It's it's Goat
2: Burger on on SoundCloud if you want to check out us. Goat Burger on SoundCloud Mm -hmm. if you want some goat
3: music. It's cheap. He's very good. (laughs) Anyway. I don't know about that, but I'm cheap. All right. I'll see you fuckers later. Yes. Self-promotion.